911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today my co-host is off serving the community, protecting and serving, so to speak. So I am joined instead by a very special guest by the name of Samuel Hernandez. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good too. Thank you. For the listener, my friend Sam here is a former U.S. Army officer. He served in the Army as an infantry soldier and then later commissioned as a uh, transportation corps officer. And he is now a funnel hacker and an affiliate marketer dedicated to helping others find their own freedom. So Sam, welcome to the show. Let's do it. Cool. So before we get started into where you're at right now, can you take the listener back to a little bit of where your journey first started? And in particular, before you even joined the military at all, what was the biggest struggle that you were facing? Oh, wow. So uh, I'm originally from New Jersey. If you guys, uh, if there's anybody here from Jersey, hello. Uh, I'm from Exit 9. And uh, I, I, was, uh, I was the youngest of three. So I had two older sisters and I was like the youngest guy. And um, man, I, I, I just didn't want to be in Jersey anymore. I was, it was like a high crime area. It was like, a, you know, there was like a lot of, um, my school had metal detectors. Wow. And they had like a police officer always on the, at the entrance and we had security guards and there was like always fights breaking out. And I was like, just, this just can't be it for me. You know, um, I would do sports. I would stay busy. I would go to, I had a part-time job. So while all the other kids were partying, I would, I would go to a part-time job with my dad. And, um, I just decided, you know what? The military is going to be like, this is going to be like my way out, you know? And, uh, I joined the army when I was still in high school. I was like uh, almost about to graduate high school. I was like eight. I turned 18 in March and I was graduating that June. And my mom found out she kicked me out of the house. So oh. she was like, all you're going to do is you're just going to be like, a, like one of those guys, like killing innocent people. And like, and she was like really tough on me. You know, she was like very like her way of thinking was, was that, you know, I'm just going to go there and just like, you know, intrude another country and just take over another person's country. And, and she kicked me out of the house. So I went to live with a friend for a few months. I had like five bucks in my pocket. You know, I still, I was waiting for my ship date. Um, but then like in the middle of all that, like the letter of acceptance from my university, Norwich University, the military college of Vermont, it, it arrived at home. And my mom called me and she said, Hey, look, you got this, this letter of acceptance. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to school? Or are you going to go in the army? And I was like, well, I already signed the papers, you know, like I'm going. And she said, uh, y'all, but there's got to be a way. So we started looking around and it turns out that once you get accepted to be an officer, the army has to give you like an honorable discharge kind of thing, like to mm-hmm. let you out and be able to go and be an officer. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I basically signed the contract and I went over and I was going to be an officer at Norwich University. And that's how the whole thing started. You know, she took me back in the house for a few months before I left. And, um, and there I went, you know, I went to Norwich, I studied, I was there for four years. And then I went on and I served in the army, served my time. And that's, that's how it all began for me. Wow. That sounds like, 
everybody I've been talking to, I've just so happened to be interviewing a lot of military service members a lot lately. And everybody's story is so unique, but there always seems to be one like poking moment. So can you take us through some of the internal struggles when your mom kicked you out of the house and you were sort of teetering with that decision? Well, the biggest thing was um, I really wanted to do it. Um, and they didn't want me to do it. And I wanted their support. I wanted them to support me. You know, I knew I wanted to go out there and, and uh, not just my ticket out of Jersey because, I mean, that was a big deal too. I didn't want to be one of those guys, you know, just dealing drugs or going to jail or getting into fights and doing things like that. Um, I survived, you know, <laughs> I had to survive, fight my way through it and, and survive. But I didn't want to be one of those guys. You know, I wanted to be somebody who, was respected. I want to be somebody who gave back. And the only way I knew was, was the military because they were the only guys who would reach into those communities. You know, the military would reach into those communities through the recruiters and through um, the JROTC programs and to like all these different things. Like nobody else would want to reach out. Mm. Um, so I really wanted to do it, man. I, I liked the whole thing. You know, I wanted, I wanted to go and do, and I was a little kid, you know, I was what, 17 years old. That's, that's a kid for me. And my parents saying no and refusing, like this had been going on for a while now because I tried to join when I was 17 because you can join at 17 with your parents' signature as a mm. junior in high school. You go to basic training between your junior and your senior year. And, but your parents have to sign. They didn't sign. I didn't talk to them for like a month after that, <laughs> you know? So it was like a constant battle, just dad, mom, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And they just didn't want me to do it. So it was like, it was heartbreaking for me, but I was like, you know what? It's like, I'm not going to throw my life away. Like this is, this is what I want to do. And I'd rather do it now. And they're going to be mad for a little bit. But eventually, I'm sure they'll come around. Yeah, that, that's really inspiring. And from the way that I see it, Sam, I think it takes a lot of personal resilience and personal responsibility to have somebody who's that young to be able to make that firm of a decision towards the trajectory of your entire life, right? So can you take us to that moment when you are finally of age to make that decision for yourself because your parents wouldn't sign for you. And we can call it that aha moment where you just knew and you actually took the plunge and did it. I did my homework. You know, I went around and I was like, okay, I want to be a military guy. What is it that I'm going to be doing? Mm. And I start researching, 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 researching. And I started like, I found like the infantry and I started reading about wars, you know, and I started reading about history and I start going back and all the things and all the things that, America has accomplished, you know, I started like getting, I start getting into it, you know, I start doing my homework. And I was like, that's it. Like, I'm going to do it. I love you guys. You guys don't support me. No problem. You come around, I'm sure. And I just joined. Long story short, my mother pinned my, uh, she went to my uh, turning blue ceremony. She put my blue cord on and my dad pinned my airborne wings. So, you know, they, they understood. They were like, this is what our son is going to do. And, and that's it. You know, we're not going to hate him for it. They were against it. They tried their best, but they just, you know, my, my decision to join the army was stronger than their decision to try to keep me out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. So Sam, for any of the listeners 
who might be hearing this and who might be maybe struggling with that internal decision themselves with not wanting to stay stuck somewhere because they know that the path looks too dark, what advice would you give to them? Um, I'd say, you know what, just go with your gut because everybody's path is different. You know, um, what you can't be is afraid. You know, just remember the warrior ethos, you know, place the mission first, never accept defeat, never quit, never leave a fallen comrade. Um, everybody's path is different. And, and some people just, if you're in the military, if you serve in the armed forces, if you are a first responder, you understand this. You understand what listening to your gut means. You understand what that sixth sense is that nobody else has. You know, um, you can't be afraid. And that's why you chose the career that you're, that, that, you're, that you're doing right now. You know, that's why you chose to be in the Army. That's why you chose to be in the Marine Corps, in the Navy, a police officer. That's why you chose to do that, because you're not afraid, because you're willing to take a, a risk, a leap of faith. You know, our profession, you can get shot today. You know you're leaving for work today. You know, you put on your uniform, you put on, you, you know, you, you strap on, you go out, and you don't know if you're coming back. You know, when you get deployed... You don't know if you're coming back. You know you're going. You, you plan on coming back, but you don't know. So when you're making that decision, just it should be like, hey, this, this is it for me. You know, you can't be afraid. You know all the risk. You know, just weigh in all the risk versus all the rewards. And I guarantee you, look, almost 10 times out of 10, the rewards are always going to be greater than, the, than, you know, than whatever could go wrong because anything could go wrong any day. Um, there's, there's people who die just driving to work every day. You know, there's mm -hmm. people who get hurt. There's people, it's going to happen. You know, the risk is always going to be there. So the rewards, that's what you need to think about all the rewards that you can get by taking that leap of faith, by taking that next step to whatever it is that you want to do. Hmm. I, I'm so honored to be sitting here in front of you and to know you and to say how thankful I am for, for you and your service, but for also showcasing your Thank message you. as, a, as a true understatement. Um, I'm going to go ahead and we'll pause it here. For you listening, Sam's going to be joining us on our next episode where he's going to go over what happened to him when he actually got out of the military and tried to transition into civilian life. So Sam, thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to talking with you again in our next episode. Absolutely.